0: Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co hosted by Abby Thiering, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC.
1: Hey, we are the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, the lactation consultant.
0: And I'm Abby. The badass breastfeeder.
1: And you guys already know that, but just in case we have a new listener, maybe we have a new listener today that wants to know who's who Yeah, well, plus
0: you have to to associate, because they don't necessarily know my voice, or your voice. They don't know our voices, so they have to know who's who.
1: And we are going to talk today, this is very important, about sex after baby. So...
0: You know, you're excited.
1: Yes. You know, you're
0: all tuning in because you saw the title, Sex After Baby, and you're like, oh, I'm going to click on that.
1: So here, you know, and Abby and I, I know we sound like we're totally put together. So (laughs) what really happens is we go, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Yes, this is what we're going to talk about. And I'm telling Abby my whole, like, experience with Sex After Baby, and she's like, why are we not recording this right now? So you're going to get a whole totally... Off the cuff, not that we ever not talk off the cuff, but you're going to get a whole off the cuff conversation about sex after baby, not even just like our how we feel about it. But I mean, I've been working with new mothers for 10 years, I could tell you things that you would not believe yeah sex well baby. so
0: yeah here's what happened so we go we have this list of things that we're going to talk about and diane and i do not speak before the podcast we know the topic the topic is usually two or three words you know when to wean was last week sex after baby is this week this is as far as we have spoken about it <laughs> and then we turn it on and we see what happens and so before we turn it on today, Diane's like, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, you know, I was, I didn't really want to have sex after I had a baby. I, you know, I just, I don't really want to, you know, it, cause she thought I was going to be like, we were going to launch into this whole thing about how awesome sex is after baby. And I was like, turn on the recorder because this is exactly what the conversation is. <laughs> yeah. it's like, like what you're saying is like what everyone else is saying, which everyone, which in their head, but nobody's saying out loud because they're so many emotions wrapped up in sex to begin with. And then this baby comes tearing out of our vagina and I, okay.
1: Nothing will I, ever I, be the same.
0: No, I know. And let me just, can I, okay. So can I, let me just tell you my story. Okay. So I had my first son at 35 years old. Not that it, that matters, but I'm married to my husband, married him for a long time. And, um, so I had, so I had, you know, I was all, you know, liked sex as much as anybody else. And, so I had Jack in a pretty traumatic hospital birth. I mean, we're all fine, but you know, it was you know, he, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And you've it, talked openly about having to have a, a episiotomy and yeah, a long so healing, had, and you bled for months. Like it but,
0: was tremendous. So all those details need to be in there. You're right. So mm-hmm. I had an episiotomy. I, I mean, like the doctor couldn't even tell like when I was going to if I was starting my period or not because I was still bleeding so much at, from the birth. And I had this, you know, so freaked out by this episiotomy, I used to go, first of all, I had this feeling that my vagina was still the size, the opening of like Jack's head size. Like I I felt like when I sat down to go to the bathroom, that like my lungs were going to fall out my vagina. (laughs) Like it was just like this open thing now. And I had this mirror, you know, you're always like you're spraying with a Perry bottle, you know, you're trying to like clean down there. And I had this mirror in the bathroom and I was like, I cannot look, no. I can't look. Oh my God, I can't. It's too scary. And so that went on for like a few weeks. And but it's by the way, at this point, sex was like not on my mind. And the doctor probably said like, you should wait, you know, blah, blah, blah time. I didn't hear her. Cause she said the word sex. And I just looked at her and I didn't know what the word meant. You know, I was like, what? Um, and I took this. I finally, one day I took this mirror and I put it down underneath me and I saw the crazy sights of my vagina at that point. The crazy sight. <laughs> and the first thought in my mind was, well, that's never being used again. Oh my. That is down, those stitches are basically like a police line. Do not cross. Like this is not, this is done. Con- you know, this is, it's, uh, it's over. My sex life is over. It's, a, it's done. It was the scariest thing. It was so bloody and it was so sti- – I mean, like, ugh, stitches in your vagina. That's not a fun thing. Mm-mm. And I, you know, I went on – For I was terrified to have sex. And so I start to heal, you know, months later, months, literally months later. And – um, my husband also was like, no, thank you. Like, you know, this is what, you know, the <laughs> we had sex and this is what it led to. you like, you know, <laughs> our house is like a complete disaster. Like our lives are upside down. Like, no, we can't, nothing good comes from sex. Never again. <laughs> and so then, you know, I go to the doctor after like a few months and she's like, okay, you know, everything, you know, it's healing really well. And she's like, have you had sex yet? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, so, you know, that's great. You know, you should totally let yourself heal first. And she's like, but you might want to try it now before it gets too, before you wait too long because then you might develop a complex about it. Like, like you, you might don't be- already have one? And I'm just looking at her like, I've got this complex, is in full force. Like, I don't know what you're talking about because this is like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember, I have a blog post about this and I, I remembered better then how long, how, how soon it was, but I made myself do it. I think it was within six months, maybe six months. I don't know. And it actually wasn't, it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be, but I wasn't all like, Ooh, uh, you know, I was kind of like, oh my, God, oh my God, Oh my God. Oh my God. Is this going to hurt? Oh my God. Oh my God. What's going to happen? I, can't relax. You know, it was, yeah. oh, I could not relax. And then, you know, we very quickly went into, we, <laughs> we were like, never having a child again, and then, you know, and then you just forget, because mm-hmm. the hu- human race wouldn't exist if people didn't forget, like, <laughs> childbirth and the first few months of having a newborn, um, and so we forgot, and then we were like, oh, yeah, we totally should have another child, and so that just went into, like, right into that type of sex where you're just trying to have a baby, Mm -hmm. you know, which is different from the, just like, Oh God, let's make sure not to get pregnant. And we're just so, you know, hot and heavy right now. We're just going to do it. Right. Well, it's just like, okay, you know, ovulating, let's go clock time to clock in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, 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 and I still, we're still, we just, you know, pretty much we've decided we're not, this is it. We're not having any more kids. And so, you know, with small children you know, you're trying to figure out how to like have joyful sex again, not joy. I mean, you know how to like do it. So it's, it's different. It's just different when you're doing it for fun than when you're doing it to have babies. It's a different, it's a different mindset.
1: It's very different mindset. And then after you have a baby, there's a lot going on and nobody talks. This is another thing that nobody talks about, you know, and it's like everybody kind of, when you're pregnant, and especially like when I do childbirth classes and stuff like that, we kind of touch on postpartum stuff and when should you have sex and blah, 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 all this stuff. You know, you should wait six weeks. Please wait at least six weeks. Um, don't be upset if she wants to wait longer than six weeks because sometimes yeah. dads are like, all right, the clock is ticking here. We're at, you know, five weeks, 59 minutes or whatever, and I really want to <laughs> you know get this going.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: you're tired you might have to he- you you're still healing you are still healing again i say this all the time i don't know who made up this 6 week rule for everything but you are still healing at six weeks. So it's like you're tired. You still, you feel like, oh, I don't know if I want to even be naked. I just, I feel yeah. like I've got baby weight still. And getting touched by
0: people, more people. Like,
1: Right. The baby's crying. You're, you know, there's milk. There's just like, there's all this stuff that you're feeling. And then on top of it, you're like, oh my God, if I get pregnant again, I'm going to be on my roof. Like, it's just, <laughs> okay. and you have a lot of women that are like in their last stages of pregnancy that are like, oh my God, I don't even want to think about sex right now. Yeah. And that's okay. That's a really normal feeling to have. And then you have people, these idiots that come up to you after you have a baby and you're still in the hospital. And they're like, Oh, so you, do you think you'll have more? <laughs> like, who, who does that? Who, why? Well, I'm never having sex
0: again. So it's probably impossible <laughs> for that to happen. <laughs>
1: so it's, but it's something that like you, you have to have a conversation with your partner. So I have, I have met women who have had sex by the time they went home from the hospital. Okay. (laughs) And some of it is, well, I wanted to make my husband happy because, or my partner or whatever, because like Abby was saying before we turned the recorder on, this is our job. Like it's kind of, you know,
0: yeah, we live in this culture where women are so sexualized that it really becomes, it becomes your role. Right. And you have, you feel whether, you know, I I think I've always I kind of realize it now and I feel it a little bit more now, but I'm sure I always felt it because it's just our culture that that we are our job is to have sex, you know, and that's part of you have a responsibility in a marriage, you know, to have sex kind of when your partner wants to or don't let them go too long because they might get unhappy. And it's really the role the woman carries the the responsibility and a lot of the guilt and the shame that goes along with it to and the man kind of has the role of like well you know let's go it's time it's time and you know i when i after i was after i had jack and i remember like talking to to women and most of the women uh, honestly most would say oh i couldn't wait to have sex again you know we didn't make it to six weeks we didn't even make it till that night we didn't, you know and i'm going oh. Oh my God. And I'm feeling like I'm the strange one only to come out to find that I'm not the strange one. I'm just the one who's not really allowed allowed to talk about not wanting to have sex, Mm -hmm. you know, because really, who are you as a woman? If you don't want to have sex, like, well, wait a minute. That's, but that's your, that's what a marriage is. That's what you're, that's what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and it's kind of a bunch of bull crap, you know, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not fair to a woman to put all that pressure on her after she's ever, but especially after she's just had a baby. Right.
1: And I try to tell families, you know, you almost have to go back to square one. You know, like you can't.
0: Square one, meaning like before you ever had sex. Right. Yeah. Not like the beginning of your relationship. Exactly. When you were 15 or however old you were. Yeah.
1: So it's like, you have to kind of go back to. Okay, you know, now you've got this baby, you haven't been intimate in weeks and weeks. You haven't been alone together in weeks and weeks. You haven't even gone out together alone and held hands in weeks and weeks. And now you're supposed to, like, feel intimate and want to have sex when those hormones are crushed and, like, all of this stuff is going on. It's like, why don't you start by maybe trying to get out together by yourselves? Maybe having a conversation that doesn't include the baby. Maybe reconnecting on some level as a couple, yeah. Before you try to jump into this place of having sex again, because well, right, and, just doesn't and, work like that.
0: Right, and 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 I think we were just last week talking about when to wean and talking a little bit about like partner pressure when it comes to you know this kind of thing. And this is where you know this is a, this is another place where partner pressure might might come up. And you know, m- my husband never pressured me. Um, um, but, but there are a lot of men out there who will pressure their partner and maybe have pressured you. And I'm not, you know, I don't even, we don't even have to get into like the, you know, scary, gory stuff about like being pressured. I mean, just kind of like, come on, baby, when, you know, aren't you ready yet? Come on. It's been, you know, this long. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and men need to, I mean, men, partners, you know, whatever your partner is um, need to take some responsibility in this situation and let you heal and get to a place where you feel both physically and emotionally ready to have right. sex again. Right.
1: And there's, there's a lot to it and you know, and sometimes it's not just us, you know, I mean, let's talk about the the partner. They just saw you go through something completely out of this earth that they've never thought that they would see before. If they were there to witness everything, like a lot of partners really are hands on and help even, you know, catch the baby and do all They yeah. might have a vision in their head that they're not completely comfortable with the sex piece yet either. Right. Um, they might be tired too because they're getting up a lot. They might not want to hurt you. They might be afraid that they're going to hurt you if it's a situation like Abby's where there was, you know, a repair and it's extensive. And they might kind of feel like, well, I don't want to hurt you. So I don't, I don't want to, I'll wait for her to come to me for this. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth keeping those lines of communication open and and seeing where you feel about things as a couple.
0: Yeah, definitely. That that was, that was definitely for, for my husband was kind of like, especially the first time, the second time was not, I mean, the second time was, you know, a, a situation where we, w- that we wanted to be in that we, you know, that, that was not traumatic and it was empowering and all that stuff. But even then I was like, you know, now we've got two kids and, um, you know, a newborn again and I'm tired. Right. And it was any, you know, I mean, my husband was tired too. Yeah. We, it, you know what it, he, you know, he, he was, well, after my first, like I said before, after my first, he was just as scared to have sex after that too. Mm-hmm. Cause it was, that was not a fun situation. And then, you know, he saw all this go on and he was just like, I cannot like put her through anything yeah. else. I can't, you know, like yeah. I don't want to get into this situation again. I want to put her in any situation. I, you know, I don't want to hurt her. Um, and then, yeah, I, I I, and that, and i i i know that i'm lucky to have a partner who 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 will give me that space as much space as i need and even with this you know and we talk about the newborn days but let's you know even as a three with a three year old and a six year old i mean like i'm not on a weekly schedule where i'm like ooh you know let me put on my thigh highs i mean come on <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I'm> like <laughs> oh, my oh my god so, like, dave
0: like you know just no later i'm going to sleep i got to go to sleep right and we you know and and well that's not i was going to say we share a bed but who cares people are always like oh you can't have sex if you if you bed share which is a bunch of crap <laughs>
1: I do hear that a lot of times you know and obviously people I do have a lot of families at bed share and who are on their second and third baby and it's like well something happened along the way so
0: yeah did you ever go to college I mean you had like a perfect setup like queen king size bed in college I mean no you went to wherever you could go
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I know I have a friend that always said that too she'd be like they have like a a family bed, so they've got all you know all the kids in the bed everybody in the bed and she's like we've had sex in every room in this house
0: Right. You know, yeah. like
1: that's just, you know, they're and that's not a bad thing either. But no. it also is very normal. I don't want anybody to think that they're like totally abnormal if they have not had a very active sex life since their baby's born and maybe their baby is 8, 9, 10, 12 months. That's OK, right. too.
0: Yeah, that's totally normal. The thing is, is that people aren't talking about it because, like I said, I feel like there's, there's a lot of guilt and shame that goes around with not wanting to have sex in this culture because it really is, like we were talking about, it really is the woman's role, right? I mean, it's really what we're, you know, we think this is what we're supposed to be doing. And so people don't want to say, like, well, I'm just not in the mood. I just don't want to. You know, and more, it's more, like, socially acceptable to be like, oh, you know, yeah, I wanted to. I really wanted to right away. Um, and so you're not alone, it's just that people, it's another one of those things that people just aren't comfortable talking about. Because mm-hmm. then it makes them feel like they're kind of, I don't know, you know, less of a wife or less of a woman, you know, and all these crappy thoughts that we have in our head.
1: I know, and that's, you know, that's not the way. Yeah, and hormones do play quite a role. You know, when you're breastfeeding, hormones are different. And sometimes the sex drive just isn't the same. When you are breastfeeding, especially, you know, earlier on. And in addition to that, your body is a little bit different. So like vaginal lubrication might not be where it's supposed to be and that might make things a little bit more uncomfortable. So it's like whereas before maybe sex was very comfortable and you didn't have to worry about anything like that. Now it's not. And it is a little bit more painful and you feel a little bit drier and, you know, like it's mm-hmm. happening. And it's like that's a lot of that is just hormonal changes that are going on because your body is adapting to everything that's happened to it. and needs to recover and it doesn't happen in six weeks like everybody seems to think it does.
0: Yeah, right, so right. You right. have
1: to really consider healing time.
0: Yeah, six weeks. That Some man came up with that. <laughs> some male doctor 50 years ago was like, hmm. Like, how long can you wait without your head exploding? Okay.
1: You know, I was in, and I I couldn't even believe this, but I was, when I was working in a hospital once, I remember going into a room and doing a, dis, to do a discharge um, talk, a breastfeeding discharge talk with the mom. And the doctor was in there with them doing a little bit of a discharge thing. And I was just kind of like stood back and waited. And he said, and I'm not even kidding. He said, so no sex for, you know, for a few weeks or for six weeks or whatever he said. He goes, unless, of course, it's Clinton sex.
0: Oh, I remember you telling me this. Did
1: I tell you that?
0: Yeah, you did.
1: And I, because I've never forgotten. I was just like, I can't. And they just kind of chuckled or whatever the parents did. And I'm like, I can't. And what does that,
0: what does that even mean again? I don't even remember. Because
1: Clinton had somebody giving him oral sex under the desk.
0: Oh, oh God. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really lovely situation for a mom to hear. Yeah.
1: Her on day two of postpartum. <laughs> like, and maybe he was just being funny, whatever. See,
0: that's the thing. That's not funny. It's not and funny. It's not okay to make jokes like that around a woman who just had a baby or ever. That's a stupid thing to say.
1: It was awful. So it's like, yeah. uh, you know, this is the expectation of some in some people's world, that the sex still needs to happen in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not necessarily true.
0: No, it's okay to say no. And you know, if they get all butthurt about it, then, you know, that's a very, very telling thing maybe in your relationship, you know, to where somebody maybe needs to be put in their place.
1: (laughs) Does that sound
0: rude? I don't know. But they need to understand that, you know, that's not your main role and that you have multiple roles. And this one is, is a priority right now. You know, your mother being, you know, a healthy mother and relaxed and healing,
1: a healing healing mother.
0: That's how you are right now. And that's, that's it.
1: But if you're sitting there listening to this podcast going, or you looked at the title of this podcast today and said, Oh my gosh, sex after baby. Like, I don't wanna have sex, there's something wrong with me. Like that's not the case at all. Nope. It's really normal. It's really normal to even be yeah, afraid. No like reason. is he gonna yeah. is my husband gonna like the way I look anymore now that I've is he only gonna see me as a mother? I remember thinking that. Now I'm somebody's mother. So that totally changes the dynamic of our relationship. I'm somebody's mother now. How can I be sexy anymore?
0: Oh girl. Oh god. Yeah. That's a totally normal thought. Mm-hmm. But you'll, you'll, you, and you will, you will. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Get back to it. Like it's not, it's not gone forever, but your body does this. It's not even just like, well, you know, I'm just the kind of person who, you know, goes through phases where they don't want to have sex. Like, you know, when you've just had a baby, your body is telling you, you know, your body is, your your body, your hormones and all this are all set up for a reason to not, that you don't have that desire, you know, that's not what your body wants to be doing right now. Right.
1: You know, and sometimes, especially in a situation where, you know, our partners don't – our partners do not sometimes get the whole process. You know, like they're kind of outsiders looking in, and as much as they want to understand, they didn't go through it the way we did. So – and now they're in a situation where they're not – breastfeeding the baby they're not involved in the way you are they already feel left out from that they feel like the baby's not bonding to them they've already gone back to work they've done you Mm -hmm. know like and they need whereas you might feel touched out they might feel like they need to be touched because they're not having that interaction with the baby like you are all day they're missing their wife they're missing their you know all of this stuff and they're feeling lonely so it's like there has to you really you have to be open and talk about this And it will definitely, it'll work itself out, but you have to be open and talk about this. And if partners, and it's okay to even say to him, this might be something that you really want right now, but I just don't think I can. I just need you to be patient a little while longer. And that's okay too.
0: It's also okay to say no. You know, you don't have to sit there caressing his ego, like while you're, you know, trying to explain that you need space (laughs) and we need to focus on the baby right now. It's okay to just be like, no, not right now. Everything's
1: too nice. So.
0: No, you know, I mean, it's also, no, it's not, but this is a thing that women do. Women are always smiling to make people happy, you know, c- trying to put things nicely, trying to, you know, this is a, this is the burden, you know, having sex when we don't really want to, you know, this is the thing, these are the things that we get trapped in mm-hmm. as women in this culture. And it's helpful to recognize that sometimes so that you can say, okay, this is what I actually need right now. And you know, I'm saying no. Right. And it doesn't make you a bitch.
1: No, it makes you a normal
0: person. You don't owe anybody anything.
1: Absolutely not. You owe yourself recovery time. Right. You're the only
0: person Yeah. Yeah. And your baby. You owe your baby like a a mother, present mother.
1: Right. Yeah. And this is not about anybody else but those two people. Right. And that's really it's really important. You know, it's, and I think even you might not even feel like you're being pressured, but if you're worried about it, you're feeling pressured.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you might be one of those people who's like, no, my my partner doesn't pressure me; it's fine. But if it's something that you're thinking about and you're worried about, you're feeling pressure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember used to like just like just in general, um, before becoming a mom, being becoming a mom brought me into all of this like just becoming more aware of, you know, women's role in, in, in the culture and, you know, then looking at myself and the way I acted with men, previous old boyfriends or whatever, you know, and it's like, wow, you know, I really went to great lengths to like, please men. And I still do just because, you know, there's times where I like, I, you know, I get trapped in that feeling of like, you know, I feel guilty about something or I feel shame because I don't, you know, I'm not doing something the way that I'm. You know, I don't know. You know, expected yeah. to. Yeah. And you know, you you have to. I mean, I think that you. I I don't know why becoming a mother made that more clear for me. I guess, but um, you know, there are there. You 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 if you if you look if you look deep into it, you're gonna find ways the, uh, that that we do this to ourselves, that we exhaust ourselves these ways.
1: Well, I mean, having a baby is so empowering, too, mm-hmm. in its own way. And, I mean, I definitely, if I, you know, look into my history, too, it was kind of the same way. And it's like, why why did I do things back then that I thought were okay to, you know, kind of give in or whatever, like you said, make things mm-hmm. easier in whatever way? Um, and it's just... This is about you at this point, you know, but when you have a baby, if that's where you just, you get that whole mama bear instinct and everything is about your baby now and how to make sure that they stay safe and protected. And if that means you're, you need to give up part of yourself or you need to do something that you would not normally do, or you need to be a person that you never thought you were, that's what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then your body and all the things that your body can do. And you're like, oh, wow, my body is for, you know, my body actually does all of these different things, not just this one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, my body can do so many things and I respect it more now. And so maybe that means like uh, people might like suffer around me a little bit for a while, but oh, well. Yeah,
1: and there's, I mean, our culture is definitely a very highly sexualized culture and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's fine. But then there's times where it's, there's an, that's not the place. You know, there's a time and there's a place. And there there are times where sex is just not, it's not in the cards. Right. It just doesn't fit in. And you're not a bad person for thinking that.
0: No, that's normal.
1: Yeah, it's very normal. So now everybody feels good about themselves, I hope. <laughs> everybody should feel good. Everybody should walk away from this going, yes, I feel good. Yes. I'm either going to be fine with it because I want to have sex or fine with it. Cause I don't want to have sex and everybody's going to be okay with that. Yep. That's the way I want everybody to go out thinking right now.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: And we will, uh, we will end on that note because we'll, we'll end on a high note. And, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have any questions, any comments um, we'd love to hear from you. We've been getting some comments um, in between our podcasts tapings and stuff we've been doing some live facebook feeds so definitely check that out look for that too and get in ask us questions send us emails we're gonna you know talk about some of this stuff on the podcast too if questions come up we're gonna bring them up and we're gonna talk about them so we'd love to hear from you
0: absolutely
1: and uh everybody have a good week. we'll talk to you soon bye bye